We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of this land on which we stand, the Boon Wurrung and Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nation. Welcome back to the official and original Born, Born to, drag to Drag podcast. I'm Marley. And I am Ryan. And we are so excited to be back to share with you the amazing drag kings, drag queens, and all the drag betweens here in Melbourne and beyond, of course. Wonderful. Marley, how are you? I am. Good. I've actually been really busy, surprisingly, not with working, obviously, because I'm unemployed. Um, but yeah, what about you? Yeah, I'm I'm still working, which is lovely because now we are into this next level of um, lockdown. But yeah, still out of the house. But I've been at home trying to draw some inspiration from the beautiful things around me and staying grateful, which is also important. So yeah, doing a couple of projects at home, which is fun. Oh, nice. What are you doing? I'm doing some painting. I am doing some podcasting. I've actually also continued my knitting. A little Very knitting. Nice. I used to knit when I was younger, so I've been back to knitting. Nice. Old lady gang. Oh, of um, course. <laughs> I've actually been slammed with like different projects as well that I've decided to take on. Um, because I assumed I needed to fill my time during uh, the pandemic. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've got uni, I've got this podcast, obviously, and my professional reality television watching career. Oh my God, what reality shows have you been watching? Well, I'm awaiting for the Real Housewives of Potomac to... Actually, it has returned. Yes, I need to get on it. Obviously, I've been watching the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills... Uh, and me and mum love hard quiz, which is super fun. I don't know if you know that one where they like yes, people come def- in with the topics. Um, my friend was going to go on it, but he didn't get on, which is very sad. I've had friends go on it and it's just so like, it's iconic. Yeah, it's craziness. It is crazy. What about you? What do you watch? Well, when it comes to reality TV, I was, you know, I was very much into Big Brother in 2013. Like, I was the the little kid on Twitter trying to get my tweets on TV. I actually did once get my tweet on the TV. Um, so that was just a very incredible milestone in my life. Um, but so that started my reality TV obsession. But from there, I am in love and I've rewatched uh, Real Housewives of Melbourne. Have you seen Real Housewives of Melbourne? I hate that show. Oh, my God. It is, it's, it's probably my favorite reality TV uh, series ever. I find it, it's, it's just so, it captures Melbourne so correctly. Like, Oh my gosh, no way. No, it does not. That is so not true. No, it does not. It's just the perfect dichotomy between these beautiful, glamorous ladies. What are you talking about? Oh my God. They're speaking like sailors and I love it. Oh my gosh. I'm a housewives absolute connoisseur and that is not the best one at all. No, it's, I mean, I must be honest. I haven't actually seen any others. So that's probably, that's probably why. Oh my gosh. You Um, cannot compare. (laughs) But um, the other reality TV. I did you ever see Yummy Mummy? No, Melbourne. No. Oh my god, I, Yummy Mummies was really good as well. I don't love Australian reality. It's it's just Melbourne. It's just the it's again Yummy Mummies was just these glamorous women just yelling at each other, and I love that. 
But when it comes to the rest of ridiculous reality TV, I also like drag race. Hello, must. It's a, it's part of our gay declaration to watch drag race. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that. I mean, I obviously watch drag race continuously. I actually haven't stopped watching it for like almost a year now, just like on repeat all the time. But yeah, I used to watch more talent show based reality game things on TV like Australian Idol, So You Think You Can Dance, The Voice. But then, like, when all the streaming services became more prominent, I, you know, I don't really tend to watch normal TV anymore, except for, like, non-commercial channels like SBS and ABC. And obviously, Nine goes so I can watch House Hunters and yell at all the Americans saying, it's a little small. Oh, there's no dishwasher. I don't know about Granite this place. Bench tops. I don't know about the colors. Is there his and her sinks? No. I was literally watching House Hunters before recording this episode of the podcast. <laughs> like, that's... I love that. It I love good. that. <laughs> um, I still kind of watch The Voice and, like, The Idol and all those shows. Um, I kind of stopped watching it as, mu- as much in the last couple of years. Like, I feel like it's starting to... We're starting to get into the same trend and the same formulas are kind of happening. Um, but I was very excited with this season of The Voice, because we've got to see some drag representation, you know? Like, perhaps our guest might have some relation to that, you know? In fact, our guest this episode is going to be revealed after this break. Ryan, there are so many birthdays coming up, and as we're not allowed to go out, buying thoughtful gifts for friends and family has been near damn impossible. Oh my god, I know. This pandemic is really interfering with everyone's gift game, but luckily, not for me. Ryan, what secrets are you holding? Gifts for hair. Gifts for who? Gifts for Hair. Gifts for Hair is a Melbourne-based online business that has gift packages that you can order straight to your desired address. Are you telling me that if it's my friend's birthday, I can order her a gift package straight to her door? Yes, Marley. And better yet, guess how fast delivery is? Well, at this rate of coronavirus, like three weeks? Three weeks, honey. Try three days. Now that is fast. You got that right. And it doesn't end there. All their products are locally sourced and a lot of them are handmade. Yeah, but I bet it comes in a lot of yucky plastic. Wrong again. A lot of their products are sustainable packaging. Well, what do they have? Well, have a look here. They have espresso martinis in a jar, other alcoholic beverages, handmade earrings from recycled materials, soy candles, and hair pieces. Oh my God, they look amazing, gorgeous. And everybody knows I love a cocktail in a jar. So what price point are we looking at? Well, they're super affordable. Gifts for her have items and packages ranging from 15 to $55. That is affordable. Go gifts for her. Hold on, honey. There's more? Yeah. They have a special discount at the moment for Born to Drag listeners. You can get 10% off with the discount code Born to Drag, just like our title. Okay, this is too good to be true. Where can I find gifts for her? You can find it online at www.giftsforher.com.au and on Instagram at Gifts for Her Australia. Amazing. Today we are interviewing a very exciting guest on the pod, Jimmy the Queen. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? 
I am great. We are so excited to have you here. Now, Jimmy, you have been doing some super amazing stuff recently. You were on the one, the only, The Voice Australia. So first things first, congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, thank you. What a hoot. It was so much fun to do. (laughs) How did you find the experience? Oh my gosh. It was so fun. Just that whole TV world and like, you know, and just... The, the people that are there and the other contestants and the wardrobe department is just like this whole other like universe and it is so much fun. It is like a full fantasy. It was so great. I love it. So was that like what you expected or? Ooh, I didn't really know what to expect. I think I didn't expect like the like trailer park aspect of it. I mean, you think you're like, right. It's like an actual like demountables in this huge warehouse hangar thing and you're just like sitting in this like little trailer (laughs) which was also part of the fantasy which i loved um but i suppose i didn't expect to um have like be told what to do the whole time (laughs) right yes (laughs) it's a tv show who knew yeah (laughs) i know i was like don't i have any say in what i'm gonna do (laughs) no oh gosh um but yeah like that's amazing so we're so happy for you and i must admit that i am slightly like a little bit fangirling right now because i like did have a massive stalk of your instagram and um like i've been (laughs) i've been seeing duets with your videos to one plus one um like i've been i've been going oh. for it um i must say i've been looking <laughs> that's deep that's oh yeah deep. i went deep i saw that obviously <laughs> one of your favorite outfits that i saw you wear was when you're at the forum theater i think you were doing like the halloween or something and you were in this like <gasps> oh, alien-esque oh my gosh that was amazing yes. i loved it what was that for yeah, so that was for Halloween. So for Hello Queen, um, a big yeah, big event, and um, yeah, when it's like intergalactic bald fish alien moment, it was heaven. I loved it. I, loved it. I have a video of me taking off that bald cap, and it's just the most wonderful thing. I'm gonna send it to you. You will love it. Please do, because you've got the lead like around <laughs> your neck. You're like leading yourself around the stage, and I'm like, yeah. this is so good. <laughs> oh, oh yay! Yes. Um. So. I know you have a bit of a history with um, like theatre itself because that's what you studied, but you st- am I right in saying you started drag roughly two years ago? Yeah, so on the te- in nine days is my second birthday. Woo! Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I'll have a little party on my own in my drag room. <laughs> I love it. And was that in Melbourne that you started drag or...? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it was in Melbourne. It was at Puff Doof. I had a little, because um, I was singing there out of drag, um, you know, doing some club shows and stuff. And then I was like, I think it's time I did this one as a woman. Um, and then, yeah, after that, I was like, I am never not going to do drag ever again. <laughs> oh, gosh. It took I over me. That. It took, it just took over. And I was like, this is the best feeling ever. Yes. Do you do any work aside from your drag, darling? Yeah, so I'm in weddings and events. So I'm, I'm like a wedding planner for an event company, um, which is super fun. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, so, you know, um, but yeah, so it's, it's mainly weddings, but there's some super fun events in there as well. 
Um, but yes, yeah, so that keeps me certainly busy. So on a Saturday, I'll be, you know, fluffing the bride's dress, wishing her a wonderful <laughs> marriage, and then hurrying home and getting in drag and going to the club in the same day. <laughs> it's pretty fun. I love that. <laughs> and and what like what made you start? What ma- what what made you want to do it? Did you see inspiration from other Melbourne drag queens, or was it on TV? Or yeah, I think um, as I was, you know getting older i was just getting more and more camp <laughs> and like more and more fam <laughs> and then and like even even when i was you know um performing as just as as a, as a male you know i would always like a little bit too much blush and like a little bit too much mascara and i was like it was just kind of like a natural progression i think and and yeah i think we, we can all say that when you see a um a drag queen on stage living their fantasy it's just captivating and i was like i i need to give this a try fabulous wow who was your first drag queen that you saw do you remember i think it was a group show at connections in perth um and i was fortunate enough that my older brother looks exactly like me so i could go underage naughty naughty and i um i I was like 16 and i was like who are these crazy beasts oh my god oh my gosh jimmy 16 that's very young i know know. naughty naughty couldn't stay away (laughs) naughty i know if any authoritative people are listening please leave him alone oh yeah Um, yeah. (laughs) many moons ago many many moons Many moons ago, he was joking. Um, and <laughs> in Perth, is that is that where you grew up? Yes. So yes, yeah, so I am. I'm actually. I actually hail from um, New Zealand. I was born in New Zealand in a little town um, called Hunua, which is in the North Island. Gorgeous town. It's just a petrol station. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> and there's a tennis court as well. So you know, there's a little little something. There. Oh, easy. Um, and then yeah, moved to Perth because um, my mum's from Perth. And then um, for school and uni, and then shifted myself over to the East Coast after that. Easy. Who was the first Melbourne queen that you saw? Mm, I think it was at the Greyhound, and it, I'm pretty sure it was Daytona with Burlesque. Do you remember that? I know Daytona, but... Oh, my God. Like, full dance choreo group show, costume changes, like, Beyonce medley moment. And, she, yeah, she bloody sold it. It was amazing. I love that. That's... Fabulous. I, I really want to see Daytona. I haven't seen her, but I've heard so much about her and she looks fabulous. Oh, she just hits it. Like, you know that, you know, if you put your arm out, she puts her arm like so out that you can just never <laughs> be further arm out. You know what I mean? It's like everything. It's amazing. I, <laughs> I love that. And uh, what is like, you just, you look like you're enjoying yourself so much when I see you like performing and singing. Cause your voice, like, you know, when you see people like, this is no offense to people on the voice, but you know, when you see people on the voice and you're like, oh my gosh, like props to you for going out and like doing your best. You are like props to you for going out and like being amazing because your voice is so good. Oh, thanks. It is really, really fun. And I think, you know, part of the reason why I went on it was to really challenge myself and, but um, during the audition process, I found myself getting really like in my head and stressed up, stressed about everything. So then I thought, you know what, just have a blast. You know, it's not all about you know being the best out there. It's about doing your best and having a no, yeah, time. exactly, exactly. And like I feel like with drag as well, um, there's kind of that, like you said, I like I saw a few of your interviews as well. Sorry, stalker. Um, <laughs> that you <laughs> you kind of felt this confidence from being Jimmy the Queen that 
um, you felt even better and more empowered being Jimmy the Queen when you were even singing. So in drag, do you just, you feel this complete like enjoyment when you're on stage in drag? Oh, it's it because like the process to even getting to the stage is like the whole transformation. And then, you know, and then when you're there, it's like you are literally living a full fantasy. And it's like, <laughs> I'm because I'm, I'm quite an awkward boy. <laughs> and so like if I was up there as a boy, I would just be like, I don't know. I, I'd say I wouldn't have done it because I'm just <laughs> a bit a bit out of the sorts. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy the Queen release It shows who you are It allows you to You know Vehicle yourself To just Oh express yourself I love it Me too love it's it. just you know Something about those heels yeah. And the lashes Power Power power, power. Yes. Absolutely Click clack <laughs> Click clack What do you find What do you find the most difficult About drag Jimmy? Um Padding <laughs> It is so hard to get it even. And then like with no creases. Oh, lordy lord. Um, no, but in seriousness, proving yourself to the community, I think. Um, and, you know, g- getting to a level where you've, um, yeah, prove yourself to the other queens and they accept you and you're part of the sisterhood. And just like, yeah, I think that's when, you, when you're learning and when you're, a, when you're a baby queen and just trying to find your feet, you can really kind of get in your own head and stumble and all that kind of stuff. But, um, if you stick with it and then you make it and you pay your dues and then it's just dreamland from there. Absolutely. And I think another thing that I think starting off as, as a drag queen would be hard is doing amazing makeup, which you seem to be fabulous at. Oh my God. I was a beat like wrong town <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> I love it. Oh, bless. And I always was making excuses. I was like, no, I'm a queen that doesn't block her brows, you know? No, I'm a queen that only wears head wraps, you know? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was just trying to make these excuses for looking like really basic. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is too funny. But um, I know, but I I think, you know what? Seeing myself on um, HD 4K bloody, you know, television, (laughs) I was like, oh Lord, that that is a really good learning curve. You know, going, oh, God, you need to do this, 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 this. Yeah. Seeing, a, like, a picture of yourself that clearly, I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Now, Jimmy, we all know you can sing fabulously, um, mm. but what's, like, your favourite lip sync song to perform? Do you, <gasps> like, do you do lip syncs, yeah? Oh, you know what? Do you know Mama Knows Best by Jessie J? Oh, honey. And all of the, like, the little, the laughs and stuff, oh, it's all <laughs> of it. Yeah, and you're just like... Oh, it's so fun. Give it a try. Give it a try. <laughs> oh, oh, I might. I might. I yeah. might. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, this is like a question that we have to ask because this is a podcast about drag. Mm. Do you have a RuPaul's Drag Race queen that you oh my that you God. love? That show is just. I love RuPaul's Drag Race so much. Um, you do? I love it. Surprising. Oh, you know, just like, oh, okay. Um, all right, keep it together. Um, probably, mm, okay. Just one? Okay. I'll give, no, I'll give you three. I'll give you three, darling. Three? Okay. Um, I think, I mean, I just love Valentina. She's so funny. And just like... Valentina. Just, Valentina. And she's like, she, she, I think I took from her the whole fantasy thing, you know? Like... You can just It's just your fantasy Like live in your fantasy You know what I mean So Valentina is amazing Um, 
Oh, well, Shay Coulee, she's brilliant. I remember, like, seeing her, like, promo video for her season. I was like, yes, I'm into this one hardcore. Um, and congrats, congrats, honey, for winning All-Stars. Um, All-Stars, Shay. Um, and then, mm, I, f- I follow Miss Fame quite intensely because I think her looks are just this hot. Oh, but then there's Aquaria as well. Oh, my God, I don't know. I could, I could be here for hours. But Miss Fame, I think, is fierce. She, she inspi- Did you see she moved to Switzerland? Oh, <laughs> Switzerland? She moved to Switzerland. She was like, US too toxic. I'm out of here, girl. Oh. <laughs> she can do what she likes, Miss Fame. <laughs> I wonder if she'll change her Instagram name to Miss Fame Switzerland. Miss <laughs> Fame. <laughs> I know, I think, I think I get quite a bit of inspiration from her looks. Like, yeah, in terms of like color palette. And yeah, I think she, she is a one fierce, fierce queen. Do you have her palette, Jimmy? Oh, no, I didn't even know she had one. And here's me talking like a, I, a fan of hers. I bought it. <laughs> is it good? I'm sure it is. It's fabulous. Okay. Just sparkles. Oh, yes. I'm all about sparkles. Yes. I do have to ask this question as well. How did you get the name Jimmy the Queen? Oh, good question. Um, <laughs> so I was, because, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> <laughs> because I was um, singing, right? I thought, you know, the the full illusion is not fully lived because it's my voice, you know? Um, and so I thought, you know, Jimmy, I actually was doing it in my own name, which didn't make so much sense because I was very lost and I was like, do I do drag? Do I not do drag? What do I do here? And so then my friend, um, Sean Miley-Moore, who is wonderful and fabulous, um, they actually came up with the name. And I was like, honey, you are a queen. Jimmy the queen. Jimmy the queen. And I was like, oh, done. <laughs> Solidified. It's, 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 it's in the bag. Um, and yeah, that's where it came from. And I think, you know, because I don't really take on a different personality. I'm not really like a different kind of person. So it kind of makes sense to me to kind of just like be the queen version of myself. Hence, Jimmy the queen. I love that. That is fabulous. And yeah. with being Jimmy the Queen, um, when you, I know obviously you sang in drag on The Voice, but mm. when you perform in drag here in Melbourne in like smaller venues or anything like that, do you usually sing in drag? Because I know not a lot of drag queens do because they mm. lip sync, but I mean, if you've got it, flaunt it, right? Yeah. Well, I suppose it depends on the gig as well because some you know some parties the last thing that the crowd wants to do is sit there and watch someone sing a song <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> they just want to like they want to they, they want to hear the like like the track you know watch someone dance around so it depends on the gig um you know if there's a gig where there's a couple of shows on this on the one night i will always try and do one song at least but then again you know lots of places have a terrible sound system so what are you supposed to do there right um so yeah i mean i would love to only sing but then there's also you know which songs because i mean you can't do like ariana you just can't touch her you know and that's what people want to want to hear so half and half but uh, hopefully now from doing the voice i can do it um a lot more because people will expect it so i think now i can um really you know let the voice shine darlings yeah. Yeah. Well, who were your um like singing your artists singing inspirations growing up? Like, did you have a favorite singer or band or anyone that inspired you? Mm. Um, my first singing lesson ever and my first song I ever sung was you know the girl from Ipanema, that really old jazz song. 
It's from like, what? Sorry. It's called The Girl from Ipanema. It's like a really old, beautiful oh, girl song. in Ipanema goes walking. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, um, oh. yes. And um, Amy Winehouse does an incredible version of it. So I think that 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 moment right there inspires me quite a lot, like taking a really old song and doing it in your own way. I, I take a lot right. of um, Amy Winehouse's kind of um, little um, notches. Notches. Mm. Let's call them notches. Um, yeah, we'll take notches. it. Notches. Amy Winehouse's notches. Um, and then I think <laughs> the like the smoothness and um, I'm not going to say simple because it's not simple at all, but like the the strong, smooth choices that Adele sings with. Do you know how she doesn't really make too much? There's not too much going on, but it's like really, really authentic. Authentic. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. Amy Winehouse's yeah. notches. Adele's authenticity, <laughs> and then, oh, and then Jessie J. She's amazing. I think she she's what she's right. who inspired me to really learn how to run and stuff. And I'm, I'm I'm bummed I didn't get a chance to do it on the voice, but um, I love me a good riff. Love me a good riff. Yes. Um, yes. So I, I look for, I look forward to uh, when I can really show off those pipes to y'all someday. <laughs> oh my god, we can't wait. Yes, I mean I feel like everyone kind of has this like fantasy as a child when they're listening to people sing or watching a girl group i mean i know i when i saw destiny's child i was like i am destiny's child i don't know about you yeah but you like, i am all three all of them. Yeah. yeah i am all three of them just as for michelle williams but um yeah. like it, what about did you have a like a girl group or like just a band in general like i was also a massive good charlotte fan Oh, oh wow. Um absolutely. Wow. I, didn't know that. I think <laughs> when I was 6, I wrote in crayon on my bedroom wall, "Welcome to Spice World." <laughs> um obviously spelt totally wrong and it probably didn't read that, but that's what I wrote. "Welcome to Spice World." Um and yeah, like you, I was every single Spice girl. Yeah, of course. You know, every, all uh, of them. I I never really I know I obviously look up to like male figures like my dad is amazing, but I don't know. Women have always like I just, I gravitate to that energy and I think, you know. It's the drag. It's, it's the drag. It's exactly. once they put their costumes on and they put their heels and they get their oh, hair done. No. <laughs> that is drag. Oh. That is the drag. And that's why we, that's the, the, the gays resonate with that because yes. we, we want to be like that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's just, just wanna... yeah, it's so, it's so fun. It's just way more fun than being a boy. <laughs> Much more. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, shorts and t-shirts, you know, you can only wear so many shorts and t-shirts. But in drag, yeah. you can do it all. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then uh, along that comes with being in the Spice Girls or with all of the Spice Girls in the Spice World, Jimmy, obviously, you know, you got to have a few moves under your belt. So did you do any dancing as a kid or teen or adult? Yeah, I did. I was, I was, I was a ballet boy. So I, that's Ooh. why I stand up very straight. Beautiful. I know. I was re. I was like into ballet. I was like full ballet boy. Um, and then, you know, I wanted to be a professional ballet dancer for the Paris Ballet and all that. Um, and yes. then it's a funny story. I got this little thing called Osgood Schlatter's, which is like a, a knee, a growing knee disease thingy, conditioning thing. And then oh. I, and, and, it, it, and it meant I, um, I couldn't point my feet anymore. Oh, wow. So I can't point my foot to save my life. Right. And that's, and then my ballet dreams are over. So then I started singing. Bam! Could you always sing? Uh, yeah, but not not like I I wasn't like I'm gonna be a singer because I was just like I just did it. 
yeah, but um, but then when when I couldn't live my ballet fantasy, I was like, I want to really try and do do this do the singing thing, and then yeah, and then it kind of took over for sure. But I love me a dance. I I just I be love me a dance. Choreography, give it to me, honey, give it to me. <laughs> you are fabulous. I oh my god. That. Oh, Jimmy. Well, it has been absolutely amazing getting to know you a bit more and I enjoy seeing you introduce yourself on the Poofed Off live streams. Hi, I'm Jimmy the Queen as Jimmy the Queen here as Jimmy so the Queen. So much. <laughs> if you didn't know her name, you do now. You do now. Jimmy the Queen, Jimmy the Queen, Jimmy the Queen. Jimmy the queen. <laughs> it's so funny and I love watching it. Um, but aside from the Poofed Off live streams, Jimmy, where can we see you on social media? Oh, yes. So Instagram at Jimmy the Queen, of course. Um, you know, the contract with The Voice ends in about two weeks. So that means I can start posting some music stuff. Yes. Um, and um, yes, yeah, so Instagram is my main thing. Um, I think I think I have a cameo too, but I don't know how to use it. So you can give that a oh, try yes, and we'll see cameo. if something happens. Um, I'll, sing, I'll sing you a little song on my cameo. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, so Instagram is the main one. Amazing. So everyone, yeah. that was at Jimmy the Queen, Jimmy with an I, Queen with a K on Instagram. So make sure you chuck Jimmy a follow for all things amazing and make Yay. sure you go and watch his little Instagram video of him singing one plus one about me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we look forward to having you back here for another chat in the future, Jimmy the Queen. And you have a wonderful day, okay? Oh, you too. Have a rosé on me. Oh, I will, will darling. Thank you so much. <laughs> See you, Jimmy. Oh, thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Jimmy. Bye. <laughs> well, Ryan, what did you think of Jimmy the Queen? I must say, probably one of the most exciting individuals I have ever met, Marley. I know, he's fabulous. He's very honest and you feel a relatability to the lovely Jimmy T, insert fabulous here, Kay. Let's move on to our next segment then, the events segment. Yes, we are about to highlight to you some entertainment events that are happening over the next couple of weeks of stage four lockdown. Fabulous. All right, so we, again, have the lovely Poofed Off live streams, which are brought to you every Saturday night at 9pm on Facebook Live, where you can actually see today's guest, Jimmy the Queen. We have Piano Bar Geelong, which has some great entertainment live streams for you, which you can check out on their Facebook page. We have Bar Kylie, again, who is hosting some fabulous Facebook Live and Twitch live stream DJ sessions on Saturday nights. They had Mother Monster Gaga last mm-hmm. week. Gaga. And we also have MoMA, which is not entertainment as such, but they are offering free online courses, which are 24 to 48 hours. And they have things such as fashion. They have uh, photography and they have art um just online courses that you can get a certificate for, which is pretty cool and exciting if you have some spare time. And last but definitely not least, we have Pride of Our Footscray, which has their self-bingolation nights, also known as Drag Bingo, happening every second Wednesday at 7.30pm. Sounds incredible. That's, that's where we need to be. That's exactly where we need to be. 
Um, speaking of pride of our Footscray, let's take a break and hear from our new sponsor. Ryan, what do you do on a Wednesday night during isolation? You know, not a lot. Maybe watch some TV. What about you? Well, I was the same. Dreaming of the day I'd be back at trivia or drag bingo. And now I am. Ooh, tell me more. Well, our new sponsor, Pride of Our Footscray, which is a community bar located in, you guessed it, Footscray, has their self-bingolation nights happening. Ooh, yes, I have heard of them. The word on the street is that they're the best drag bingo going around. The word is correct. Self-Bingolation is a camp and colourful online drag bingo that is hosted on Twitch with the hostess and the queen of quarantine herself, may I say, Aurora Arsenic. Let me guess, she does it from her lounge room? Correct! Aurora is right at home with you. She gives us comedy, performance, bingo, and there's even prizes to be won all night. Well, I am super competitive, so if there are any goodies to be won, I am down. What types of prizes do they have? You are competitive, just like me. And along with that, I also know you love a double vodka soda and shopping for new clothes. So you're in luck, because the prizes that you can win include... Thomas, can we get a drum roll, please? Thank you, Thomas. The prizes include bar tabs for when the pride of our Footscray bar reopens, novelty items, as well as items from their merchandise store. And better yet, if you miss out on any prizes, you can just go and purchase some merch from their online store at www.prideofourfootscray.bigcartel.com, which is directly supporting members of your community. Ooh, this is exciting. I kind of want to dress up for it. Well, lucky for you, each bingo night has a theme and there are prizes to be won for best dressed. Types of themes include 80s, 90s, divas, musicals and more. This sounds like so much fun. The Pride of Our Footscray has done a great job of creating something that allows people to have fun, but still adhere to lockdown restrictions. Exactly. It's a win-win, really. And the best thing is, my international friends can come too. I mean, it might be early in the morning for them, but they can still come. You know, this also sounds like it could be a really great way to celebrate birthdays, game nights, and work parties as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's all the fun you could want. Guests can live chat with the hostess, Aurora Arsenic. They can have Zoom parties with friends and self-bingolation even host private, social and corporate online bingo events as well. Amazing. How do I buy a ticket? Well, you know when you go out, you're a few drinks in. You may or may not have paid entry and you go to pay for your next drink and your card declines. No. Me either. And that won't happen here because the tickets are only $9 each and you can buy extra books of bingo tickets for $2 each. So it's literally the most affordable, authentic piece of fun you will ever experience. And the money goes straight to supporting the performers and their team. So to book, you can go to www.trybooking.com slash capital B-J-U-K-U. The link will also be in our episode description on our social media at Born to Drag and on Facebook and Instagram at Pride of Our Footscray. I can't wait. I've never even played bingo before, but I'm excited. You know what? I don't think I have either, but it doesn't matter because the tickets and instructions on how to play and where to watch will be sent to you before 6pm on the day of bingo. Amazing. So which Wednesdays are coming up? Wednesday the 2nd of September is the next date and it will be fortnightly from there. Perfect. Well, I can't wait to see updates and promos for it. So I guess I should go follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Pride of Our Footscray. Yes, that is at Pride of Our Footscray on Facebook and Instagram. See you Wednesday.
from Xanadu. Oh, I'm going to do a full set. Oh, hey, no idea where. Well, everybody, look no further for fun. Any of these are attendable events for anyone with an internet connection. So check some of them out and keep having fun during isolation. And don't forget, if you like what you see... Tip what you see. That's right. And this means it is tip time for our beautiful guest this episode, Jimmy the Queen. So support the pod and our guest by going to www gofundme.com slash f slash born to drag tip em. Are that you serious, Ryan? You don't know how to Did say... No, it's fine. I'm kidding. I, I really don't care. Yeah, w- the, the audience will get the gist. It's three W's, guys. Remember this. Lessons from born to drag. I have learned how to say internet addresses. Great. The link will also be up in the episode description. And as Ryan pointed out, you will be directly supporting our team and the lovely guests we had on our show, Jimmy the Queen. We would also like to thank our sponsor this episode, Gifts for Her. They have so many affordable and amazing gifts to choose from, which you can find on her Instagram at Gifts for Her Australia and on their website at, you ready for it? www dot giftsforher.com.au <laughs> Yes, and we would also like to thank our other sponsor, Pride of Our Footscray. You can find more information about Pride of Our Footscray on their Facebook page and on their Instagram. Additionally, you can subscribe to us, the Born to Drag podcast, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts to make sure that you never miss an episode of Born to Drag. And follow us on Instagram at Born to Drag and tell us which local drag queens or kings you would like to hear us interview on the podcast. Absolutely. Again, I'm Marley. And I am Ryan. And you can catch us next time on Born to Drag. Goodbye. Bye. Born to Drag is a Toil and Trouble podcast produced and sound engineered by Thomas Bradford, co-produced by Marley Koenig-Drew, and co-hosted by Ryan McGart and Marley Koenig-Drew. Our theme song is an original by Thomas Bradford, and our logo artwork is designed by Marley Koenig-Drew and digitally transformed by Thomas Bradford. 